so I'll tell you as we uh, as we approach the Yom Narayim Rosh Hashanah, Mamash on the cuffs. So this is the this is really the third. Those who have followed along, this is the third and uh, final Chabura leading up to Rosh Hashanah, which started two weeks ago. Parshas Kisaitse, and that. In that, we started speaking about different mahalchem that people go through. When they're approaching the derech, they approach El with Yom Narayim. We spoke of the, two, the classic approach, Ayim Venaira, you better do tshuva, you're going to go to Gehenim. The classic old approach. For many of us, it doesn't, it doesn't really go. It never went, and it doesn't go, and it never will. So we understood that really the the Indian of, of El is Anila Dodi Vidodili. And everybody says, everybody holds of Anila Dodi Vidodili. Where's the fire and the brimstone of Anila Dodi Vidodili? It's all about Ahava, it's all about connection, relationship. And we said how Kisete is a lot of Inyanam of relationships. Last week, Kisavo, we were discussing the Indian of the Bikurim, Akar Satov. And when it comes to, when it comes to a relationship, that one needs to be, it's but one needs to be able to open up his heart and realize what he's received. That's what, that's what Bikurim, that's what they are. It's the recognition that you're receiving from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And, and that's what you're coming, you're coming with that, with that simcha, with that hakara, that you're a receiver in the relationship. And your heart opens up. And so now we have to move on to the last portion of this is what do we do? I need a dodi vidodi li. So now we have we have the relationship. How does it go? There has to be communication. There has to be a language. There has to be a connection between the two. And that connection that we have with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, on that heart level, as we were discussing last week, can't go through it again, but on that heart level, on the level of a relationship, so it's not a business partnership. That's, you don't need any heart for that. You could just be ahead. When it comes to a deep relationship, you have to have your heart involved. So what's the language that we speak with our beloved, Kaddish Baruch Hu? Of the Avod HaShabalev, the Avod of the heart, is too. That is the relationship. And that's, you see, Yom Narayim, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Tzolich, everything's about davening. Different types of speech, different types of conversation, but it's always about tefillah. That is the way we speak to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and, and He speaks to you. So there's a song that came out a few weeks ago from a, uh, an artist, a musical artist that we've used in the past. Very much like his stuff. Very, very deep, very, very sweet. Shtickle Breslover, you can tell, or Big Breslover, I don't even know who he is exactly. But uh, his name is Shmuel Prednik. We did one, a song of his, Malachem Lit Bayesh, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Came out with a beautiful song. So let's listen to this song, and hopefully through this we can, we can understand something deep. About Tfilah, about Rosh Hashanah, and with this one, about Big Hachana. You have the words.
singing, he's begging Kaddish Baruch to give him that one feel. One feel he just mamish opens up his heart. I feel that maybe we've, we've all experienced it sometime. Maybe it was Rosh Hashanah, maybe it was Yom Kippur, maybe it's a little Shabbos. Maybe it was sometime in the forest, he had a Hezbollah and he just opened up. Became very vulnerable, very emotional with the Kaddish Baruch with the Dodi. And so he's begging, Kaddish Baruch open me up, let me daven like that. Which tefillah, when does he, when does he want to daven like this? Rosh Hashanah wants to open up. Shabbos daven. It's coming, his song is put out right before Rosh Hashanah. So we all want, we all want to come to Rosh Hashanah. It's all about tefillah. We're there for many hours. Some of us are the ones, we're the chazin. Some of us are the ones who are just listening, private. So what, what is, what, when is this tefillah? When is he asking Kaddish Baruch for this tefillah? So we have to start with the Hagdama of all tefillah. What's the Hagdama, the Iker Hagdama of tefillah? Oh. So tefillah is, is known as Watchman Esrei. That's the quintessential tefillah. Even though tefillah is made up of a lot of parts, but we're leading up so we know the Hagdama to Tefillah is Hashem, Svasai, Tiftach, Lufi, Yagid, Hashem, open up my lips. Let me sing your praises. Right? Barakata, Shmon Asri. So I was just thinking, just thinking today. Interesting, no? So, Bishlama, as they say, it would make sense 
If Shmona Esrei would be a Deraisa, if it would be a Deraisa, the wording came from Moshe Benu, came from Yeshua or something like that. And then the Rabbanon wanted to add on, right, we have a Mitzvah Deraisa, and sometimes the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon add. But Shmona Esrei is all Deraisa. So you have a Rabban, the Rabbanon adding on to the Rabbanon. Hashem was like Tiftah came after. Shemunasa was already established. What, what happened the first time? That the, the, it didn't work out that they had to add an, another layer of Rabbanon on top. That's an interesting, interesting thing. What is this? So, we know obvious to all of us that everything in this world everything in this world runs according to Kaddish Baruch whatever happens in this world Yad Hashem sometimes it's easier for us to acknowledge and admit and surrender to that sometimes it's harder for us but we all believe that somewhere whatever happens it's from the King it's the Ratzon Hashem so therefore what, what's our job? it's always the Ratzon Hashem Kaddish Baruch has this one job. It's called Heshtadlis. Put your effort in. You have to, you have to do something. We're not going to get into the, the Pratim, the Sugi now. But we know there's something called Heshtadlis, there's something called Bitochen. Heshtadlis is put your efforts in, take a Chrayis, and Bitochen is, and then, let it go. Rely on a Kaddish Baruch He makes it happen. He's the bottom line. And Heshtadlis is up until the bottom line, but then for whatever is going to be effective, whatever is going to work, whatever is going to be the bottom line, the number at the end of the day, it's up to Kosh Baruch right? we, we, we put our hands up. We're moda ala emes. The dover emes bavavo, Kosh Baruch it's up to you. How would you define right? tefillah? Dami. Is tefillah hishtadlis? Where's tefillah an act of bitachon? Which way does it go? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is that any of them? It's an interesting question. It's got to be something. Depends what, which, the first thing or the second thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think classically, classically, and what most people, not everybody, but a lot of people use tefillah as a hishtadlis. Mm-hmm. You want something, tefillah for it. Right? Most times. That doesn't mean that's the that's the acre of tefillah, and, and, and we've many times discussed, even in this Chabur, that that's, that's not exactly the Indian of tefillah. But for many people, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. Shemona Esau is primarily about the Bakashas. Therefore, all of Davening is primarily about the Bakashas. Again, we've discussed that's, that's Mahalach, not like that, a higher level, but for most people. But when, so when it comes to the Heshtadlis, that's where the pressures of life come in. Right? That's why... For a lot of people, Shon Esrei is the most difficult feeling. And we're always like, oh, I barely even got after the word Baruch. It's like game over. Mm-hmm. And all the Yitzharos come. You know what Ibn Achim says? When a person's davening, Shachris men very often it's very difficult for him. It's very difficult. He says, why? He says, imagine, imagine you're going from town A to town B. And you have to travel through a forest. And there's a path. Right? Everybody travels from, from town A to town B, they got to go through this path. So all the robbers wait on the path. They know. To get through the town, you just stay on that path and you'll steal all the money. The Yitzhar knows Shachas It's an old path, Rebbe Nachman says. 
He says, if you really want to be able to daven from your heart, he says, you need to make a new path. A new path. It might be difficult. You might have to go through the forest where there's no, right? There's no clear path. But there the robbers aren't. They'll stay on the road, they'll wait. So when it comes to Shona Esther, when it comes to our Hishtadlis, there's the pressures, there's the Yitzharas. We've already said these words before. We have a lot of trauma from Shona Esther, maybe, depending on how we grew up, maybe. The Rebbeim, or just not, or just never really getting it. A lot of Menias when it comes to Shemona Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, it's all about tefillah. There's a lot of pressure. A person has expectations. He wants it to be the tefillah. Maybe once he experienced it, and then he, the next year he wants it again. Bob Dafka, he gets it. And then the next year, and the next year, you had that one davening, that one time, that one Baal Musaf, everybody was for bringing, it was Gishmach. And you're always looking for that again. It doesn't always happen. Most often, it really doesn't happen. So when you're in that world of Ishtadlis, when you're trying to put your kochos in, that's when there's a battle. Right? Most people by work. You're in the world of Ishtadlis. That's the battlefield. That's the battlefield. And therefore, after Chazal created Shmon Esrei, they realized, we need to make a change. People are dying over here. They start from an asteroid, they don't really make it to the end. So how do you change it? So he said, what if, what if we could turn all of tefillah into bitachon? Now what's bitachon? Bitachon is, Kaddish Baruch decides. It's up to him. It's nothing to do with me. I have no expectations. I'm not emotionally connected to the results. I bitachon, I trust, I rely on Kaddish Baruch whatever happens, it's exactly the way it's supposed to be. It's for the best. So what if we could turn all the Shemona Esrei into an act of bitachon rather than an act of Ishtadlis? So then people wouldn't have so much pressure. They'd be able to sail smoothly through Shemona Esrei. If they have Kavana, great. If not, also great. It's up to Kodesh Baruch It's not on me anymore. It's not on me. It's on Kodesh Baruch It's on him. So how do, you, how do they do that? So we know the way it works with Ishtadlis and Bitochan in a very simple way is you do your Ishtadlis, put your efforts in, and then you leave it up to Kodesh Baruch if, if you're at least at level one, Ishtadlis Bitochan. Right? Most people hold on to the Ishtadlis and they, they want to try to control the results, right? But we, Bitochan is like, let it go. Put your efforts in first, and then whatever happens, happens. So Chazal said, what happens if we could add a Ishtadlis before Shemona Esrei? Right. If Shemona Esrei is the Hishtadlis, that's where the pressures are. But what if we could add a Hishtadlis before Shemona Esrei, and then Shemona Esrei itself could be the Bitachim? So Hashem Suasai Tiftach, that one second of Hishtadlis they added. Hashem Suasai Tiftach. You open up my mouth. And whatever my mouth says, it's your praises. That's it. And then, whatever you say in Shemona Esrei, it's on you. No more pressure anymore. That's it. If you have the bitachon, you believe in a Kodesh Baruch that whatever, he, whatever happens is up to him, and you did your Ishtadlis, whatever Ishtadlis is, and the rest of the time you could just sail smoothly without pressure, without trying to concentrate too hard and then be upset when it doesn't go, and then when a guy, when there's a little kid in shul and he's making some noise, you go crazy, you know those guys, we're so angry. Mm-hmm. Like, but if you're so into your Shmonesa, you wouldn't even notice the kid. 
They're so, so angry, those people. That's chaval. No, no, your kids are good. They're beautiful. <laughs> Either bring your kids to me on Yishan Sure. So if you have, if you could, if you could muster up two seconds of Hishtadus in Hashem's Vesayt Tiftach, Ufiyah Gitil Secha, real Hishtadus, and the rest of Shemun Asrei, you're guilt-free, worry-free, stress-free, anxiety-ridden, done. Just let it flow. So they had, they had to add Hashem's Fasai Tiftach right before all Shon Asr. Isn't that what life's about? Or all we talking is that we want at some point to, to minimize as much as we can the Hishtadlis and more Bitochen. Right? We work 10 hours a day and then we have Bitochen that it should all work out. And then hopefully 9 hours a day, maybe 8 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Right? We want to minimize to some degree. So that's Chazal did. They minimize Shon Asr into one in one line. Hashem svasai teftach ufiyah v'tilasach. It's beautiful, no? The bitachon is, though, besides Hashem Esrei, smoothing sail, you know, smooth sailing. The bitachon is, is that that little amount of ishtadus is takanof. That's very difficult for us to believe. I could just say that with, with, I could just do that as a shtadlis and then the rest is on you. I could just work three hours a day and I could just trust in you and you'll take care of me? The answer is yes. But that's not much difficult. That's, that's one a person working on his betachem. So the word hachana, which is a shtadlis, right? Comes from the word hachain. Hei ches nun. Chaf. Hei chaf nun. Hei chaf nun is the same gematria as bitachem. So the hachana turns into the bitachan. Right? Because really our bitachan has to be by the ishtadlis also. Because I have to believe in our line of Kajbog. I have to trust in him that that, that little ishtadlis I'm doing, that little hachana I'm doing, that itself's enough. So every ishtadlis has to have that bitachan. And then when you have that, then the rest of the shemana just goes. Whatever happens, happens. So I was thinking about this, this song yesterday. Tainli tefillah achas. Give me this one tefillah. He's begging a Kodesh Baruch. Give me that tefillah. So I was coming out of the bathroom. Ish Kodesh upstairs. If you want to visualize. Upstairs. No, I'll not do this bathroom. Broken urinal. Broken urinal bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this tefillah. I was thinking about Rosh Hashanah and like that tefillah. And I washed my hands and I'm about to say Asher Yatzer. And you know what I think? This Asher Yatzer that I'm about to say is the tefillah. What is my Asher Yatzer for something else? It's for, it's for Rosh Hashanah Davening. No, right now. I could, be, I could make this my tefillah. And I stopped for a minute. I mamish, I stopped and I said Asher Yatzer. Without it being a hakdama friend. This is my Ishtadus right now. I'm not thinking about another tefillah. And there's a different Asher Yatzer. So Shmuel is singing. Give me a tefillah. Open up my heart. Let me, let me feel that I'm so dependent. I want to hang by a thread of hair in the middle of the sea. Shouting with all my strength, master of the universe. Save me. Give me the tefillah. Right? What's the tefillah? When is that tefillah? This song is the tefillah. 
This is the tefillah. It's not a tefillah for another tefillah. This is it. When we daven, to daven, mm. what's the ikr tefillah? The first daven. This is it. Mm. Because sometimes, the actual davening on Rosh Hashanah, or when you're out in the forest, when you finally get to that place, it doesn't go. It doesn't go, so precious, this, that. But there's a time when you're done, Baruch please let me get to that forest. Let me open up my heart. That's the tefillah. That's when you're really in it. When it's the path that's not yet paved. Because everybody thinks it's always Rosh Hashanah, it's Yom Kippur, it's got to be Shabbat, it's got to be that tefillah. But sometimes it's not that. Sometimes it's, that's a very difficult time. Tefillah to get to. But if we could daven beforehand, the hachana, that's the hishtabas. And there, there's not that much pressure. And you can get to that place where you just, you, you do want to daven Rosh Hashanah. Of course we want to. Because we'll open up my heart. Give me one good prayer that will open up Open for me all the gates of heaven. If we can daven to daven, that's the tefillahs. That tefillah itself. We're coming to a lot of days of davening, and even shacharis itself every day. But Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, we have to have a hachan of tefillah, even before Hashem Sosai Tiftach, because even that could be considered pressure filled. So before you, before you even get to shul, mm-hmm. just let me have this one davening. I want to daven to you. Help me out. You got it. That's it. That's the tefillah. Everything else is now whatever happens. That's what a kodesh wants. You don't have to feel the pressure of the actual. Said, so let it go. So before Rosh Hashanah, daven to daven. There's no pressure. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no chazin. There's no kehila. You're by yourself. Everybody wants to daven. Everybody wants to connect with the language of love between us and the Kaddish Baruch. We all want that. So ask the Kaddish Baruch to allow you to do that. And that becomes the mount, That becomes the tilachas. <clears throat> there was one time, <clears throat> there was a, there was a prince. It's Rosh Hashanah. You have to have a king. You have to have a prince, right? And he wasn't doing what he's supposed to be doing. And the king said, you need, to, you, you need to get out. You really got to get out of here. I'm sorry. And he kicks him out. And the prince goes, drang around. And he, for a little while, he finds some chaver, he finds some stuff, he finds a job, he finds a place to live. He's okay. But as time goes on, he starts to realize that stuff is not, uh, it's not so gishmak, it's not a chitonius. He wants to come back. He starts, at first he thought, yeah, I'm never going back to my father. I don't need him. But slowly but surely, he realizes, I really do need him. I really am dependent on him. I really do love him. And I really want to come back. So he starts the journey back. He's traveling from this village to that village, hitching wagons. And he gets to a certain village and he's, he's getting closer to the palace, and he's hitching on the side of the road, looking for a wagon, going to back to the, you know, the city where his father is, the kingdom, the palace. And a guy stops for him, says, hey, where are you going? So the prince says, I'm going back to, I'm going to where the king lives. Okay, come on, I'm going that way anyway. I'm a merchant, I'm going to sell some stuff over there. Come on. So he gets in the wagon, and 
they're going. And so the, the wagon driver says, no, where are you from? What's going on? So already he's very, very emotional, the prince. And he says, you know, I'm, I'm actually the prince. Prince? Yeah. So what are you doing over here? What are you hitching a ride for? So I'll tell you the truth and I'll, and I'll be vulnerable. I'll open up to you. I, I, I messed up a few times. I really, I really wasn't so good. I wasn't, I wasn't acting like the prince I should act like. And my father gave me a chance and two chances. And, and I really was, I was too proud. I didn't listen. And, the king, and then my father said, get out. And he kicked me out. And I said, I'm never going back to my father. I hate him. I'm never going back. And I found a place and I found a life. And I started again. But then after some time, I realized that I, I managed to eat him. And I, and, I, and, I, and I broke down. And I cried a few times. And I want to go back to my father. I really do. I want to, I want to ask him forgiveness. And I want to ask him for a second chance. So the judge says, wow. It's <laughs> pretty serious. So they get, they, get to the, they get to the city. And they part ways. And the prince goes to get himself ready. And he, you know, he gets himself cleaned up. And he starts walking to the, to, to the palace. And they remember him, the prince. They let him in. And he's and he's and he's he's shaking a little bit. He, he's coming back to the king after a whole year. And he walks into the throne room. And the king says, "Yes. What can I do for you, my son?" So the son says, "Tati, I want to." And the king says, "No, I know. I was the wagon driver. I already heard. You have to tell me. You already got it. You said the tefillah before the tefillah." You didn't know that was me. I was hiding. The Melech's Basada. He's there, he's listening. And we don't know which is the tefillah. Whenever you get to that place, that's the tefillah. You don't have to go anywhere else. There's no other thing to do. It's the Asha right now. It's the Modani right now. It's the davening to daven right now. Then that's it. The rest of it, it's up to Kodesh Baruch the king knows. The king Mamash knows. We should be zochim mitz Hashem to daven to daven and to also daven Rosh Hashanah should mamlech the king because he Mamash does love us and he wants us to come back and whatever we can muster up he's Mamash b'simcha. So do our shtadas have our bitachan and we'll have a ksiv ichsim v'tavah mitz Hashem. Listen a little bit deeper this time.
Thank you. 